You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 493 of Podcateers. This week, the 90s and early 2000s continue to invade our lives. Ravensburger attempts an early release of the newest Lorcana expansion, which doesn't go very well. A caller attempts to throw off an ESPN sports broadcaster with a question about Lightning McQueen. The latest update for Disney Dreamlight Valley is coming, and we're throwing down a challenge for all of you playing. An incident on It's a Small World at Disneyland had the internet buzzing, and we round out this week's episode with great moments with Mr. Andrew, covering facts about 2017 and 2018. We would love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join our community. On that page, you'll also find some other useful links, like a link to our latest episode, a link to the Quizneyland playlist. Anytime that we're doing a fundraiser, you'll find a link to the information there. Plus, you'll find links to our YouTube channel and Larry's YouTube channel, Goofy Guys Adventures. If you're not yet following Larry, make sure that you are, because he does stream from the parks two to three times a week. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content that we've uploaded to Patreon, access to our happy hour calls when we get an opportunity to do those, a special section of Discord, random giveaways, and more. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And of course, as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. All right, it is time to get this episode started. If this is your first time hanging out with us, we just want to say welcome and thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. But of course, if you've been listening for a while, welcome back, friends. This is episode 493 of Podcateers. Well, it is the end of all the the cybery weekendy sales and stuff, and I have to say that our PSA on our last episode about people watching out for those price gouging tactics seem to have worked. That's good. You know, on Instagram stories and on TikTok, I saw a lot of videos of people going out for Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales and stuff, especially Black Friday, where there were a lot of stores that were seemingly putting things on sale, but the price tag right behind it was the exact same price or lower than what it was supposedly on sale for. And this was like in person. It wasn't even online. This was like walking into the store. Uh, It seems like there was a lot of videos of Amazon doing the same thing that we were talking about. So Mm -hmm. Kohl's, I think had some videos i mean i don't know (laughs) listen (laughs) i i just report the news right i don't i don't make the news i just i just report on it i guess (laughs) right it's starting to look illegal (laughs) 
<laughs> a little bit. It's beginning to look a lot illegal. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if you ended up uh, attempting to purchase something, I hope you were able to, you know, validate or use some of the tools that we recommended. And if you didn't do any shopping, then I get it. You know, I know it's been tough for some people and the sales weren't great if you, you know, were anticipating some sales. But, you know, just just keep an alert on if you really need something or don't buy it. Yeah. I've been trying to practice that one myself. Just don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is an option. It is an option. Right? It is. You could take that money and just treat yourself to something else like food. I mean, treat yourself. Stuff. Yeah. I love that segment from Parks and Rec. Uh, you know, I, I did want to treat myself to something this year. And I know that this would have really been up Andrew's alley because I know how huge Andrew is on decorating for Christmas. My favorite thing on the entire planet. I love Christmas and decorating for Christmas. Yeah, and I would love to decorate for Christmas, but outside we have some like kind of old wiring. It's not really made Mm -hmm. for lights. The difference now is that with all this LED technology that's out, it doesn't take up as much power as the old lights would have and i have a feeling that we're not going to be sitting there like popping breakers or anything like that right so (laughs) i was contemplating purchasing just like a simple strand of you know some lights or something but during my research i saw that they have i don't know if you've seen these andrew but they have these like stay up all year lights Oh, have I seen? Oh, have I seen these? I will be in theory moving soon to a different house, so I'm not going to put them on this house. But they're something that are definitely on my list for the new house, the future house. Uh, There's a couple different like levels, so uh, you can buy them in different lengths. You know, depending on the size of your house, you can connect them together. Blah 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 blah. Um, but I think the the standard set that you can get is somewhere around the 200 to $300 range, uh, depending on length, the length that you need for your house. Um, so it's, I'm looking at one right now on Lowe's. It says 1,200 inches. Um, so that's 100 feet um, of, uh, you know, permanent Christmas lights. They go up over, under your eaves. Uh, they do have uh, a pro version of these, which is, I think, six or seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the used car. Yeah, I I think it's like they're in they're brighter or something. I didn't I didn't get into like looking into that because I was uh, sticker shocked. So I think I just kind of gave up. I think they're brighter and maybe like more <clears throat> rugged. I don't know, but there there's options there if you want to spend the money. They'll let you spend the money. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'm sure they will. So. Okay, wait. So neither one of these sets... I'm just getting into this. I figured Mm -hmm. that you would be the person to ask because, uh, again, I haven't decorated in so long and haven't really been able to do anything because all that stuff was just out of reach. Again, LED Mm -hmm. technology seems like at some point it's going to make it possible. And ever since I saw the videos that Tom Bet George was putting up with all the syncing to the music and everything, Mm -hmm. I can't even begin to tell you 
I'm not going to call it a lifelong dream, but it feels like a lifelong dream of decking my house out with all of these lights mm-hmm. and recreating Paint the Night because <gasps> I miss that parade so damn much and I love the music so much that I feel like if I could deck my house out, that's the that's the first. I don't even care if it's Christmas. I want to recreate the Paint the Night Parade with the music and just <laughs> blast giant speakers out into the neighborhood as the light show is happening. Hey, it's all year round. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Every time at eight, you can sit on the curb. I'll start putting up ropes. <laughs> and Hazen's house will can blink. sit on the curb. <laughs> and it'll blink at you. I'll get a recording of Bill and just like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> He's not doing anything now. So. Tonight's. Tonight's, oh yeah, I could just have him do it, right? (laughs) Yeah. If I can convince my neighbor to do the same thing, we'll ask Camille to do their announcements so that- There you go. (laughs) Right across from each other. We have both. (laughs) Oh, man. So yeah, these uh, stay up all year lights have now become very interesting to me because that's the other thing about decorating, right? You always have to take everything down, but- I feel like these can be used for a lot of other things, not just for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, they just general lighting around the house. Or, yep, you could just turn them know, to light and then just, just turn them to white. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they serve a lot more than just for Christmas decorations. But man, I'm telling you, if I could do like a cool choreographed light show, that's like one of my dreams now. Especially if it's to paint the night, I just I just need that in my life now. Uh, you know what? The talking talking about those light shows, the ones that if I ever get into actually having the you know lights to music thing, I I want to do the, the the first one that kicked it off for me, and I think for most everybody was the Wizards in Winter video. Yes, of that the one house <laughs> mm-hmm. had the big peace sign and stuff. I want to do that. I just want to like recreate that. I think it's it's so just it's classic it's that that song is so like ingrained in my memory the video of the lights and everything it's uh, i don't know that that's my my goal if i ever get these is to redo that song i know and everybody's done it to death like that was everybody was doing that but i think as time has gone past you know that video people have have come up with uh new and interesting songs to do so it'd be a good throwback i think i mean what you're describing is pretty much what's tiktok so everyone does it just do yeah. it <laughs> what's old is new yeah or it's not just tiktok it's like life in general right like yeah. everybody's emulating the 90s right now and like the 90s revival in general is big in everything it's like the 90s and the early 2000s like just think about that like in this century people are like ah that old school (laughs) thing from 2004 when everybody was wearing i don't know i was i I don't know what i was wearing in 2004 i don't know i've always had a very i've it's funny because i think back on what i was wearing in 2004 and if like i think back on what i would be wearing now uh, it's pretty much the same jeans and a black or a dark blue shirt. I'm same not jeans gonna... and a t-shirt and a hat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much it's the not same. Not gonna move very much from that. It's uh, it's funny because it 
just allows me to buy two or three of the same color shirt and then it's just like you know i i just say i'm like steve jobs you know it's it's one less thing to think about so i can think about other things hey it's been working for me for 20 years why can't it continue to work (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny that we're mentioning this because we're talking about christmas we're talking about the 90s and early 2000s and you know what totally caught me off guard what so I'm I'm browsing through Disney Plus, right? Because they're releasing all the content for the holidays and mm-hmm. I knew Doctor Who was going to be releasing the first special and I've been eagerly anticipating that because, you know, David Tennant's coming back. I'm a big David Tennant fan, so I he's not the same doctor. Anyway, the point is they have the Doctor Who stuff on on Disney Plus now. And I happened to see that the magical holiday celebration was on Disney Plus as well. And I didn't sit down to watch it i figured like this is like one of those like family things you know sit down have dinner grab some hot cocoa or whatever and just like sit down and and watch this together right or decorate the tree like that's the thing you're playing when you're decorating the tree sort of situation right and so i'm like scrolling through instagram and i see an instagram story about Bill, like Billy Corgan standing in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, and he's like, "I'm gonna perform." Blah blah blah. I was like, "What the hell? Wait a second. That's that's Billy. Cor- that's Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. This is like growing up there, like one of my favorite bands. Like, if not <laughs> my favorite, like the favorite band for like a large segment of time for me. I'm thinking, why is Billy Corgan at Disney World? He performed for this magical holiday celebration." Yeah, um, that was kind was of it? weird to yeah. see, because uh, who would have thought, twenty, thirty years ago, who would have thought that this guy who just makes like the grungiest music would be on Disney property singing Christmas songs? <laughs> no, I mean, if there was a bet, I we would have lost. It's crazy. It is very, very crazy. I get Gwen Stefani, but. No, not Billy Corgan. It's just, it's it's nice. It's weird. <laughs> so he sang like Christmas songs, right? He wasn't singing like Smashing Pumpkin songs or anything. <laughs> I had to check this out. Okay, so he mm-hmm. ended up singing uh, an original unreleased song called Evergreen. Like it's a, a Smashing Pumpkin song. Uh, and then like, he sang But it's kind Silver of like Bells. a Christmassy song, that Evergreen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a you know, it's a Christmassy song. Okay. Yeah. And then he said Silver he Bells? Silver Bells by Bing Crosby. So Silver Bells. Silver yes. Bells. But it it sounded nothing like that. It was closer to no? this. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. <laughs> you Perfect. Know, he, <laughs> yeah. It was closer to that. I don't know Spashing Pumpkins really well, but they're not like the like, uh, now I can't think of like how. It's not the like silver bells, get me time no. in the city, like that kind no. of like Fallout I Boy mean, or whatever kind no, of. No, I want to say like no. style. more whinier. <laughs> There's subtle differences. Like, yeah. I oh, think subtle. to somebody that doesn't listen to them, Fallout Boy is like, there's more throat in that one. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> if we were singing about yes. Christmas, it would sound a little like this. And, but then you like break into like Blink-182 territory where Tom DeLonge would be like, if we were singing about Christmas, it would be something like this. Yes. Right? That's, I think then, that's more what I'm thinking about. Right. 
but then you get into like Smashing Pumpkins territory, and it's like, if we were singing about Christmas, it would be something like this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna know. snip those out and make that my ringtone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're very subtle. Uh, it, it just gets more nasally depending on which bang you're leaning towards. But man, it was just weird seeing Billy Corgan. This was almost as weird as it was multiple years ago uh, as a wrestling fan, knowing that Billy Corgan purchased uh, the NWA. Like he became part owner or something like that. So he was like a wrestling promoter all of a sudden appearing on their wrestling shows like Vince McMahon would have, you know, on a WWE show and like calling the shots and like making special announcements. I was like, what is happening? This is like, a, why is Billy Corgan living my dreams right now of owning a wrestling company and like touring with a band and having lights up all year long on his house? What is happening right now? <laughs> Performing at Disneyland or Disney World rather. Multiverse. I don't know. <laughs> seriously so it looks seriously. like it, i'm looking it up right now so it was all of the smashing pumpkins uh i mean or ish. the or right. the band the smashing the new pumpkins, band whatever the they new are See, i don't know anything them. about them it's yeah. branded as the smashing pumpkins that just yeah. reminds me of the i forgot i looked up billy corgan disney world and i forgot that there was that picture of billy corgan at disneyland riding big thunder mountain and he looks sad you remember <laughs> yes. that picture mm-hmm. <laughs> yep mm-hmm. that's him that's the first thing that comes up and i forgot about it <laughs> it's funny yeah yeah it's i don't know there's plenty of great stuff to watch on disney plus right now so i'm eagerly awaiting to watch christmas with walt disney as well I know that that's been getting uh, some pretty rave reviews from people. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping I get a chance to watch that. But this Smashing Pumpkins thing, dude, I like, I don't know. I feel, I don't know how to feel about it. It's like, it's <laughs> not 1998. It's not 2000. You got to right? smash but- the pumpkins and throw them in a the trash because it's not Halloween anymore. It's Christmas. Don't see how I did that? Because the mansion changes and. You're just opening up the you. mansion wounds for me. <laughs> Get out of here, Halloween. <laughs> Christmas starts November first. <laughs> it's oh, like that. Funny. It's like that Epcot thing where it says the future begins October first, nineteen eighty-two or whatever it was. Oh yeah, uh, Christmas begins November first every year. Just November first is Christmas. Every October first next year. <laughs> What are those memes where they have like eleven fifty nine and it's like total goth, total Halloween, but like twelve a.m. and it's like Mariah Carey playing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Ah, it's so funny. Uh, I wanted to quickly bring up Lorcana. You guys remember Lorcana? It's a card yeah. game. I was like, just trying to get decks and packs of, and it was difficult to get. Uh, I got a message from our, our pal Heather, FGP squad member, about uh, she was at a local. We have a local shop that uh, it's what would you call Frankenson's, Mel? It, uh, I would say because it's not a comic store because it's kind no, of like, like all a, the little stands. Like, what would you call it? Like a consignment shop, but like it's really, really huge, I would say. OK. Yeah, yeah that's it's called Frankenson's Collectible Show. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what so it's called. it started off way smaller. Uh, they were in a smaller building. Uh, eventually, they ended up purchasing and moving to, I think, what was an old Sam's Club or Costco or something like that. So they have like a huge warehouse now. And essentially, when you walk into the building, there's a bunch of like little stands or a bunch of like little cubicle like areas where people sell collectibles like they're either dolls or pins or plushes, backpacks, whatever. They have like everything there. So it's for a collector. It's like a a great place to go if you're in Southern California. Uh, And uh, I guess Heather was there and she sent me a picture of somebody selling Lorcana cards and one, I was pretty happy because the price that they had wasn't ridiculously marked up. Like they, they were marked up maybe like five bucks. So it wasn't like this huge leap. So if you want to per get it, card it still, or per pack, per pack, okay. it was a, a, like a per pack purchase. So I thought it was pretty decent. Um, but in all the struggle to get Lorcana and all the the failed attempts, like the bad thing about Frankincense is that you have to go, right? You have to put pants on and actually go to this yeah. like place. Like they don't have an online shop or anything like that. Uh, some of the vendors might, but I don't think this particular vendor had an online way of purchasing these Lorcana cards. Um, so I got to the point where I just thought, you know what? I'm not really going to have anybody to play with at the moment, so I'm not going to stress over getting it. I'll probably just wait for the second pressing of the first wave, which uh, Ravensburger promised was going to happen like early 2024, like sometime in February or March or something. So I figured I'll just wait, right? I'm not going to really right. have people to play with, and it's just going to be easier. I won't be stressing about it. And the... One of the things that was stressing some people out is that if you were able to get your hands on the first wave of Lorcana cards, they had already announced that on December 1st, you were going to be able to buy the second wave. There was going to be an expansion pack called Rise of the Floodborne, I think. And that was going to be available on Shop Disney and major box stores. So anywhere else that you were able to get the other cards before. The week leading up to Thanksgiving, like the Monday before Thanksgiving, Ravensburger decided that they were going to make these cards, the new expansion available on their website for people to purchase. And so they told everybody, hey, at 6 a.m. on that day, you can come and enter the queue. I think they were using a company very similar to the company that Disneyland uses when you're buying tickets through their queue system. So they had a very similar style IQ set up for these cards. And about an hour after that, they, they were supposed to like do the release. Ravensburger released uh, like a statement uh, on their Discord saying that they were having some technical difficulties because the cards weren't released. Like people were waiting and waiting and waiting, but they weren't getting access to make the purchases. So around eight o'clock, they post this thing, hey, we're having some difficulty. And then an hour after that, they posted, okay, we finally have things under control. Around 10 o'clock, we're going to open the store. You're going to be able to buy the decks. This At this point, it's almost like three hours later than from when the sale was originally supposed to start, right? So people are antsy, like people are starting to get aggravated and everything. When the queue finally opened, you could tell, like, 
things were not going right. Like things weren't loading. People couldn't access the pages. Some were reporting errors with like their queue progress. Uh, uh, It turns out that uh, Ravensburger was being DDoS attacked. And uh, for those unaware with what a DDoS attack is, uh, the simplest thing I can tell you is it's when somebody programmatically tries to attempt to load your website or like access your website so many times in such a short amount of time that it overloads the servers and doesn't allow anybody to access it. So Ravensburger didn't know, like, are we actually being attacked or did somebody just... Because, you know, there's all these bots that you can program to make purchases for you, right? And that's how some people end up with these products, end up selling them for crazy amounts on eBay. So Ravensburger didn't know if they were being attacked or if somebody just wrote a horrible bot and it was just spamming their website. So they just decided to stop selling them you know they just decided we're just not going to do this and they ended up releasing a statement about it this is a statement that they had on their discord it said today we at ravensburger experienced an extremely large ddos a distributed denial of service attack which severely disrupted the launch of disney larkana rise of the floodborne Our team has worked extremely hard to solve this problem over the course of the day, but unfortunately, that has not been possible. As of now, we are officially ending our website sales of Disney Lorcana Rise of the Floodborne. While we are not able to offer more specific details at this time, we want to apologize to consumers who had a negative experience during our launch today. We truly appreciate your support and are committed to improving your experience of future launches. And so obviously people are upset, right? Because they've been waiting all these hours to try to access it. You know, when they released the first wave, it wasn't a DDoS attack or anything, but Ravensburger, when we talk, I remember talking about it on the podcast and thinking like, I don't think they were ready for the amount of people that were going to be interested in this, right? right. There's a lot of collectors in the Disney community. There's... Mm-hmm. People like me that were interested in the game, but like for me, like if I didn't end up playing the game, I would have just loved to have owned the cards, right? As a collector of of cool Disney stuff, I would have loved to own it. Um, but there's also tons of people in the Disney community that play games like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, and this is a very similar game, right? Where you're battling other characters. I just don't think they understood the magnitude that the Disney community was going to bring, you know, towards wanting these cards. And this time around, I think it was just a little bit different. They knew what the Disney community wanted and somebody just may have taken advantage of that. And just, it was one of those, like, if I can't have them, you can't maybe, I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to rationalize why this was happening. Because people and their bots and all this stuff just like to ruin things for others that stinks that really 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 stinks and then again there is that large demand so it could have been different little things that made the whole thing just go the way that it did um kind of stinks hopefully they come up with a different solution so that 
you know, other people couldn't get their cards because this is like, when did they drop? I can't remember, but I remember just the demand is just so high and has been. Yeah. Well, the original release, like the preview, I think was back in August and mm. then they had issues with that one. That was the first wave of releases. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't, I don't remember. But this particular release for the second wave for this particular expansion is releasing officially on December 1st. So, like, if you go to Shop Disney, you'll see that it says come back December 1st for the next release. That's the day that you're supposed to be able to buy it at, like, Amazon, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, you know, all the big box stores. But they decided to do an early release on their own website for the people that wanted it early. And so this is what, you know, unfortunately ended up happening. What was worse, I think, is uh, I think I read somewhere when I was trying to, like, get more information about it mm -hmm. is that once everything was done, at, like, 3 a.m. on Tuesday morning, they decided to reopen their, the shop so that people could buy them, and some of the stock was available. They were, like, out of stock almost instantly. So I don't know if the scalper bots were still engaged and were waiting for the site to come back up or whatever, but, you know, the, a lot of the stuff sold out within minutes again. So I don't know if it was low inventory. I don't know if it was scalper bots, but... I I have a feeling that it could have been the bots because if they didn't really make any announcements about when the site was coming back up, it goes up randomly at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday and then they get sold out of their inventory. I wouldn't have been waiting at 3 a.m. even if I knew about it, right? But they didn't announcement. So I have like it feels like it became the scalper bots that ended up buying the stuff and you're going to see those sets on sale for like 200 bucks on eBay again. Fun. What can you say? It's yeah. Technology sometimes sucks. Yeah. So, if anybody out there was looking for Lorcana, at least the second wave, you know, keep an eye on Shop Disney. I can't. I don't know how, what it's going to be like. I can tell you that my experience trying to purchase them from Shop Disney during the first wave was not a favorable one. My entire experience trying to purchase Lorcana. In every sense, like from every website I've tried and even some places in person has not been favorable to the point where I just decided I'm just going to wait. All right, I'll just wait till the second, you know, pressing of the first wave and whatever's available early next year. Uh, and even then, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, depending on if more of this stuff continues to go on. But, hey, we have those Lorcano decks that I still yeah. uh, need to open. I'll just buy more Lorcano stacks and we'll play with those. I'm totally I mean, for it at this point. Reliable right there. <laughs> right? Those I know I ended up getting. I was able to go to their site, order them. They had a release date and boom, I got them, you know, within a week or so. It was fantastic. It was a great experience. Uh, all right. Well, I want to play this quick video that came from Discord. Uh, FGP Squad member Albert posted this. And look, y'all know I'm not big on the sports. I, right. I have limited knowledge when it comes to the sports, and I can appreciate some of the sports ball things and the references and everything. But I'm not like hardcore, you know, any sports ball really. However, I can appreciate a good sports troll. 
And I feel like, actually, let me play the clip and then we can talk about it. Danny in Wisconsin, you're live with Stephen A. What's up, Danny? Talk to me. Stephen A. Smith, uh, when you think about the GOAT of sports, you think about Mike with six, Brady with seven rings. But where do you rank a guy like Lightning McQueen with seven Piston Cups? Hmm. I would tell you he wouldn't be the GOAT. How are you going to be the GOAT? Because you talk about the movie Cars, right? You talk about the movie Cars, right? I mean, when you talk yeah, about Stripper so King Weathers and, and, and Lightning McQueen, they're both tied with seven Piston Cups. Strip Weathers, you've got about him? How can you be oh, the go to you got somebody that's tied with that. you? You got somebody that's tied with you? Sorry, that ain't going to work. Well, I know you tried to catch me with that. You didn't think I knew that about that. You didn't think I knew no, about no, cars, hey, did hey, you? When you think, you think about okay. what you just, think you about slept on a brother. Though, you slept on a brother. Piston cups. He's got 28 circuits. He's got 28 circuits under his Strip belt, too. Strip Weathers has seven piston cups. I am not about to sit here and argue with a grown man about the movie Cars. Oh, come on now, Strip Weathers has seven piston cups. You should have brought me somebody that didn't have as many piston cups. Old engine cars. Yo, man. Let's talk about guy Lightning McQueen. That's like that's like comparing him to Jerry Danny, West era. You Danny, can't, you can't. Danny, how old are you? I'm 21, Stephen. You're 21. Okay, well, you're still a young man. You're, you're a young man. Uh, what about Fast and Furious? You watch that movie? Yeah, Fast and Furious. Good uh, film. Uh, did you like which one? Did you like better, five, six, or seven? I mean, eight, nine, and ten are good uh -huh. too. But which one did you like better, five, six, or seven? Because I like five to seven. Five. You like five? five? That was, yeah. with, that was with Vin Diesel and, and The Rock going at it when The Rock was trying to hunt him down and all of that other stuff. What I'm saying to you is I think you picked the right one because I liked five a lot. I really, really did. My point is if you're going to argue with me about something, how about it not be an animated movie like Cars? How about it be something like Fast and Furious? I would have appreciated the Stephen question a, better. Cars is as real to little kids as much you're as You're not a little kid. You're 21. You would, you would have a point if you were seven years old calling me. You're 21 years old. What are you doing, wearing a diaper? <laughs> Goodbye, man. <laughs> <laughs> so many feelings about this video because did is it just me or does it feel like it was staged? No. I, I think the caller was really trying to troll. Andrew, where do you fall on it? I don't know. It's I, I kind of see where you, you're coming with it like they're just trying to like have a fun joke but if if that's the truth then the the guy on the phone is doing some pretty good uh bumbling and and stuff uh to make it seem really real so i want to believe this is real but i can see a world where this is this is a fake uh just for fun kind of thing because i mean i don't know about who this guy who's this is a sportsman of some sort what is it? What was this on ESPN? Where was this on, Hazen? Yeah, so this is uh, from the Stephen A. Smith show. And Stephen A. Smith is a personality on ESPN. He's the host okay. of First Take on ESPN and the, gotcha. uh, his own uh, show. So, so I mean, I don't, I don't know why this man knows so much about the um, ins and outs of the Cars universe. <laughs> Uh, but yes. and, and then he and then he then scolds the caller for talking about uh, cars and little kids and stuff when he has an intimate knowledge of strip yes. weathers and and, <laughs> exactly. and then and then uh, also the Fast and the Furious, which is just the same kind of stuff, but for 
an older audience. Uh, he, I, I think this guy might be a movie buff. I don't know. I think that's Probably. what we're finding out is he loves movies. He should have been a movie guy instead of a sportsman. <laughs> and so I, I get that, right? But I don't know. If, if this was real, this is absolutely magical because you're right. Like He just has these random facts. But I have to tell you, Stephen, I'm sorry – it's not just Strip Weathers that's tied with Lightning McQueen. You forgot Doc about Dale Hudson. Earnhardt because I don't know. Dale er- nope. Dale Earnhardt See, also has seven Piston Cup wins. Ooh. Sorry to tell you. Dale you know, Earnhardt, so the NASCAR three. driver? Dale well, Earnhardt is a... officially part of the Cars universe. 1996 was his seventh Piston Cup win. Uh, the last time that Strip Weathers won was 2001. That was his seventh. Lightning McQueen took his seventh in 2015. So I'm sorry. There is one more personality in the Cars universe that has seven Piston Cup wins. That's Dale Earnhardt. But I, aside from that, again, I don't know if this was staged. If it wasn't, this was absolute magic and it was absolute gold. Uh, the scolding is what made me feel like it was staged right yeah but i don't watch his show so i don't know how he interacts with his callers or anything like that because he's like he's attacking him like oh you're 21 it's like i don't care i'm way older than that and i still watch cars and i know all these like insane pieces of trivia that i can (laughs) never remember when it counts and there's a contest or some kind of competition but randomly i'll remember these facts yeah so the funny thing is that the caller reminded me of I mean, we've all seen this somewhere at a party, at a house, whatever. But there's always that one kid that has to go around and just say something to upset the parents or something and then run away laughing because he, or I shouldn't say he, that kid knows what they did wrong. <laughs> it's and mostly a I he. Got. Okay, it's listen, mostly a he. Mostly a punk, he. <laughs> punk boy. So, I mean, I. Oh, that's, that's so what funny. I, I. That's what I got from it. <laughs> Well, regardless, if it was staged or if it was, you know, off the cuff, I will commend both of them. Uh, The caller for thinking he was going to pull one over on Steven and Steven for just pulling out that random fact and making it such a fun segment to listen to. Uh, because it's not every day that you listen to a sports show. And you know, the only correlation that I made, this is part of the reason it made me feel also that it was staged is because they just did the the Sunday fun day, right? And it, because it was a thing with ESPN and with all of like the issues that they have with like ESPN and Disney Plus and Hulu and the mergings and you know the subscribers that they're that they want to get and everything i don't know if this was like their way of crossing universes again like they did with funday to try to yeah to try to create some kind of corporate synergy to get more viewers or more people interested in one of their other products because again i don't watch the Stephen A. Smith show, but this particular clip made me feel like if this is the type of banter he's going to have and I'm going to hear more Disney stuff, maybe I do want to watch it. My favorite Fast and the Furious is Tokyo Drift because that's the only one I've seen. <laughs> the answer <laughs> My is, is um, the Fast and the Furious. The, what? the first one. <laughs> the first one because it's the only one I've seen. I'm I'm Same. gonna So there was there is a comedian. I wish I could remember his name. I'm sure somebody out there 
uh, knows it, but he he had a joke I thought it was pretty uh, hilarious. He goes, you know, they na- let you name your kids like whatever you want. And he's like, so I'm just going to have a bunch of kids and I'm going to name them in the convention of the Fast and the Furious franchise. So I'll use like my I'll use my own name. So my name's Andrew Fiffick. So it'd be like the Andrew and the Fiffick would be the first <laughs> kid. And then two Andrew, two Fiffick. And then wow. Andrew Andrew Fiffick Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Andrew Fiffick turbocharged. Well, no, because then it goes, I think it's Andrew and Fiffick. Uh Andrew Five. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Andrew and Fiffick Six. Uh, Fific Seven, the fate of the Fific, and then oh, wow. just and then just F nine, F nine, and then and then <laughs> Andrew X. The, I I'm gonna That's I gotta funny. find I'm gonna while we're talking I'm gonna try and find that comedian because it's very funny. At some point, if you run out of titles for Quizneyland episodes, that is what they need to be. There just you go. All the Fast and the Furious, but my name. <laughs> Yes, yes. The the, the Quizney the and the Land, or... two Quizney, two Land. <laughs> the quiz... <laughs> oh, it's man. a it's a great naming convention. Ah, that's so funny. So, uh, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to watch that clip, it's still up on our Discord. You can click on it. It is on uh, X, or as Andrew calls it, the artist formerly known as Twitter, and it was uh. I'm telling you, I I might just have to start watching this show just to see if I can find any more golden clips like this because that was pretty fantastical. All right, before we jump into some of the other news that came out of the parks, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to go to podcasters.com slash FGP. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, a little bit of info about what the FGP Squad is all about. And if you have any questions, you can always feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. But being a part of the FGP Squad family just gets you some additional perks like access to our Patreon and some additional content that we've uploaded there. Special section of Discord, discount codes on new Podcasters gear, uh, access to our happy hour calls when we get an opportunity to do those, random giveaways, and more. So again, any questions that you might have, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. Uh, But of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, Hey, before we jump into the crazy news and uh, great moments with Mr. Andrew, Mel, you had a really fun idea that Mm -hmm. I I would love to share with our audience right now. Can you tell us the idea and what we would like to do with it? Yeah. Well, this idea came from just coming back to Dreamlight Valley. And I was just in the mood to like check things out, clean things up, redecorate because, you know, why not? I haven't done it in a while. And I was like, okay, you know what? It's practically Christmas time. Why not decorate? You know, it's fun. Let me get some stuff going. And so I'm like 
doing my thing and I forgot, oh yeah, I've got Haunted Mansion Holiday. So I have mansion right now, regular mansion in um, Forgotten Lands. <laughs> I was going to say something else. I'm like, I can't remember. Um, so I have the other version. I decided, you know what? Let's put it in Frosted Heights. And let, let's just go from there. Let's just see what, what else I could do. So I make room, move a few things, put the mansion there. And then I'm like, okay, I want to decorate from the outside. Let's give it that feel that... Jack is there because, you know, he's coming very soon. So why not make a little bit of the valley, you know, for him? Um, now, of course, uh, Forgotten Lands has some stuff, but I want Sandy Claus. That, 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 that's what I want. And who knows if we're going to get that, you know, that outfit. I don't know. Wishful thinking. So I'm like, okay, let me put my stuff and let me just decorate it with the plants and trees. Let me see what I could find that'll scream nightmare. I'm looking through furniture and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot I had a task. Lo and behold, who would have thought that Vanellope, Princess Vanellope von Schweetz, would have been the perfect person to pair up for this nightmare stuff. Like, I forgot I had candy cane trees. I forgot I had lollipops. I was like, let me put this together. And it is so much fun. It is so cool. I was like, you know what? This is awesome. And I don't mind sharing this because one, it, it got me back in the game again. And it got me excited knowing that Jack is coming. So I sent you guys a picture of what I've done. And that's at night. Let me show you the picture for daytime. The colors is like, it's perfect. Like it for me, yes, maybe I'm biased. I don't know, whatever. But it's perfect. And if I were to be celebrating Christmas, it would be in this situation, like this kind of style. Um, I got to have a little bit of spooky because yes, I'm keeping my pumpkins. My pumpkins are there. Fight me. <laughs> they will stay there. Wow, it looks so good in the day. It is. It's really colorful. And so I, so if you guys are, you know, if you've been playing Dreamlight Valley, you if you were playing last year before Christmas, you know, you have all that stuff. And then if you have Vanellope, you have also that stuff. You move the stuff around and just make it festive. And I, you know, I, I love this stuff. And you know how there's the dream snaps and you have to get certain amount of stuff, you know, and put it together. All that, all that jazz. And so I was thinking, you know what, let's, let's do something fun. Let's have, I want to see the creativity behind, you know, others displays, other valleys. Like that's, that's exciting because you could take the same amount of stuff or if you don't have it, you could still make it pretty cool mm -hmm. because the landscape is there. And that's the, that's the part that really helps. So I was thinking, let's propose a fun thing of let's share our different valleys. I I would love to see like the different styles, different decoration. Let's play with this. Why don't 
we figure out a way that we could take, you know, the top two and well, I don't know how many we'll start with or how many we would pick whoever submits and have them go side by side and let others vote for them. I mean, it's it's fun. And especially when I like I get to see different dream snaps, it's kind of cool. And you're like, okay, I like this one. So you would vote for whichever one that you like. I thought it'd be cool. And I thought it'd be something fun between us and the listeners. And I'll be sharing my pictures so that everybody could see as well. And if you want a copy, go for it. It's all good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody else has something similar. So, hey, there you go. But yeah, it's it just has the essence of Haunted Mansion Holiday. And it's just fun. Yeah, that was the biggest thing that really popped for me when I looked at the first picture that you sent us, which was the nighttime version of that area, is that by mixing in the elements uh, that the Vanellope character brought in, like the mm-hmm. candy cane trees and all that stuff, and having the holiday version of the mansion as your centerpiece it really did give like, you know, mansion holiday vibes, but Mm -hmm. as if it spilled outside, right? Because we all know that the majority of the decorations are on the mansion itself, not really in New Orleans at all. Like any type of Christmassy decorations tend to be a part of the actual mansion. So uh, this makes it look like it just all spilled out into the world. And for me, it was appealing because like I have my mansion set up in and I have the the holiday version of the mansion set up in the Glade of Trust but I set up like a little fence and stuff like that it's not as festive as yours is but I instantly saw yours and I thought I need to do something like this this just looks <laughs> absolutely fantastic you sent us the day version and like you said there's so much color it pops really nicely I love your setup I totally want to do something similar I don't know if I'm going to move it up to Frosted Heights, but I just may for this challenge. At this point, I think we can even start with our own decorations, right? We did it with the mm-hmm. draft. We put our own lists up against each other. Maybe two or three of us, like, I don't know if Andrew wants to join in on this one, but maybe we could all decorate like a Haunted Mansion holiday inspired, our own Dream Snap challenge, basically. Right. Yeah. Maybe we could couple it up like maybe we could do our own version of the same dream snap weekly or we can monthly do our own version of the decoration Ooh. contest. Right. Yeah. And so we can just put it up against ourselves. If we have listeners that play the game, they can join in on the fun. We can put theirs up. We could do it elimination style. You know, like we do um, March Mayhem if we get enough yeah. uh, competitors. And then, you know, let's give away a prize once we get a a large enough group of people involved and, you know, voting. Let's give some prize away. I think it'll be absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I I, I'm so uh, bad at playing Dreamlight Valley right now, but I think depending on the time I will participate, of course, I just might be uh, in last place, which is fine. (laughs) well and you know that's the thing i feel like every one of us is gonna bring something different to the table right because uh our our likings especially with the decoration stuff like i would probably 
I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I would want to keep it pretty nightmare before Christmas, except for the fact that I really like how those candy trees look. And it's just, ah, oh, just, they pop so well with the mansion. I can't even They do. <laughs> so, anyway, I, th- I think it's a great start. I think if we do it ourselves and we kick the whole thing off, it'll be a fun little, you know, just competition between us. It'll give us some fun stuff to do with the decorations. I don't, I think I've already posted, let me check Discord because I feel like in the gaming section of our Discord, I already posted photos of what my um, Glade of Trust looks like with the mansion. Mm -hmm. And if I did, I don't think I'm going to reuse it. Like I would have to redo it so that I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to recycle. Oh, I did post it. Oh, man. Okay. I was pretty proud of how it came out, too. But It looks good. All right. I guess, I guess I'm just going to have to redo it. I'm just going to have to add <laughs> some new stuff or move it or whatever. All right. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Uh, cool. I, I feel like also calling out some people. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Jason. How's your valley looking, buddy? I know you love to decorate. How about you join the competition and uh, put your decorating skills up to the test and show us what you can do with some Nightmare Before Christmas inspired decoration. So I'm just going to throw it out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, more to come on that. If you are already playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, this is, I think, going to be a really fun way for us to interact. So uh, keep an eye out when we start posting those. And if you have valleys decorated, uh, especially those inspired by Nightmare Before Christmas or the Haunted Mansion, uh, make sure that you post and tag us so that we can share them on our Instagram or over on Discord as well. And again, once we get enough people competing, uh, we'll start to give some prizes out. I think it'll be a fun way to compete against each other and do some of the challenges that are also part of the game. Okay, so... From that, we're going to hop over to one of the craziest things I've seen come out of Disneyland. So we started seeing some of these posts. This was, um, I think Jill was actually the first one to send it to me because she had seen it on Instagram. And I, however, I I didn't see the text because uh, I, I wasn't feeling great. And so I like I, I didn't see any of these posts when people were sending it to me, but Jill, I think, was the first one to send it to me. I had multiple people send me other people's clips of the same thing. Uh, I started to see the reports come in the next morning. Uh, I, I believe Albert and maybe one other person posted it over on Discord as well. They posted the clips. There, there, there was a, a, a naked guy at Disneyland on It's a Small World. It, that that was a thing that happened. Mel, from your time as a cast member, did they have a code for this? Like, I know they got like code letters and code like for, you know, when somebody like vomits and all that stuff. But is the yeah. has, is does a code even exist for something like this? I don't think so. Cause I'm like go in my head. I'm going through all the different codes and. I mean, the only one I could think of would be just shut down 101 because um, you got to take care of the show and 
the guests and then just make sure everyone's taken care of because what happened oh uh things we didn't have in our bingo card for this year <laughs> that, that's the only thing i could think of is like i don't think i would ever imagine this like we thought the shirts were the trend on tiktok where people were trying to walk in through the gates with like a bikini top or whatever that was like the closest thing to somebody just not wearing clothes never thought we would ever see this this is i'm pretty sure they i don't know i don't know i just know that there's going to be a lot of changes because some people just cannot behave and it's like can we just stop doing this and this is like the inner cast member just being just no <laughs> don't put those cast members in that situation like now they had to take care of you know uh damage control and it's like why would what? Mm-hmm. i'm gonna stop <laughs> i'm gonna stop yeah it seems so i i did some looking i watched all the videos um so there's an article in the uh, Orange County Register. Um, this man was arrested by the Anaheim police. I, there's a video of that as well. Um, it says Anaheim police arrested a 26 year old man on suspicions of an incident uh, uh, on suspicion of indecent exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance. Uh, the suspect was taken to the hospital as a precaution. Um Disneyland officials told KTLA the man stepped out of its small world boat, stripped out of his clothes, and walked among the attraction sets. Disneyland employees stopped the ride as soon as they become aware of the situation, according to Disneyland officials. So yeah, there was a guy uh, seeming to be um, reacting poorly to some sort of uh, thing he ingested. Uh, we don't know what. I'm sure there'll be more on this in the future, um, but... Uh, if anybody saw the video of him getting carried out, um, it was they they didn't bother to um, get him dressed or <gasps> anything before they oh. carried him from. It's a small world. Uh, I looked like they're going across to the. Basically, there's a cast member like a backstage entrance there, kind of right near the entrance to um, the Fantasyland Theater, kind of there behind the, like before the Fantasyland Theater, but they're, you know, the backstage. back walkway. Yeah, but there's a yeah. there's a backstage area uh, entrance right there, like mm-hmm. by between the popcorn cart, there's like a souvenir cart or whatever over there. Just uh, in his full birthday suit, carried by like four people, two on the hands, two on the feet, carrying him through the streets of Fantasyland to backstage uh for everyone to see so that was an interesting video to come across as well so um it seems that nobody was hurt in this incident at least physically so that's a good um but yeah it's like you know there's a bunch of kids at disneyland and there's just like a naked guy um so uh I don't know, you know, we we don't know for certain if he was uh what what this uh guy was uh had taken but uh, just say no to drugs, kids. Like or at least you know, 
when you're going to Disneyland, uh, that should be enough. Don't be dumb. All I'll say, yeah, don't <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't take. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to guess what what was going on here. So, uh, just uh, yeah, <laughs> if you're having a bad day, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. So, uh, just just. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm rambling here. It's it's a interesting I, situation. I get you, dude. It's it's yeah. a totally weird situation, right? And I think for me, it, what makes it difficult to talk about is the fact that, from what I saw, I don't know if the article that you read confirmed it or you know made it more official that he was under the influence of something but this was first... yeah this was from the police statement okay because so my under the reaction... suspicion okay so it still says under the suspicion see so yeah because my initial reaction to this video was yes he's either under the influence of something or there's a mental issue there that's causing him to do this that you know probably you know isn't related to any type of of substance or anything yeah uh, either way i was trying to be empathetic to the point where you know if he's going through something if it's like a mental thing then you know obviously he would need help or anything if it was a substance related thing i have less empathy because there was kids around right like that is yeah like you made a poor decision and put, I, I don't know. I'm as a parent, I'm most angry about this, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's a really weird line to straddle where if it was a mental issue, he needs help, right? Exactly. And there, there may have been nothing that he could have done mentally to understand what was happening. But if it was a substance problem, I'm just totally angry about it. Right. Yeah. Because that was something right. that they could have controlled um, to some extent, I guess, because I know that there's people that suffer with substance abuse that can't always make the best decisions. So, yeah, poor decision in general. Uh, I I it, I feel so bad for the cast members that had to go through this and had to deal with it. Like Andrew said, he looked like he was hogtied. Basically, they were carrying him out in this weird like hogtied position. Uh, but yeah. they had like a blanket or a jacket kind of half over him. Like it wasn't fully covering him. So it was some people were much. still able to see a lot of this mm -hmm. person as they were carrying him out of the park. Uh, it started off with him leaving one of the, the boats on It's a Small World. He removed most of, most of his clothes and then started going through the attraction itself. I think he was like in the Aladdin section of the mm -hmm. of the attraction. He sat on it, started hitting the, the dolls around, like knocking on them as he was like walking through the attraction, oh, doing wow. some damage to the attraction. Uh, and then eventually uh, something happened where he just removed the remainder of his clothes and then started walking through the water, went off of the attraction, came back in, was walking, wading through the water itself. Uh, it, you know, it, it, it was like that Simpsons episode, right? Where mm -hmm. like Bart and Lisa are on the attraction, like, Hey Lisa, dare you drink the water? And Lisa drinks the water. Yep. And all of a sudden she's a lizard queen. Like yep. it, it, feels like a live version of that so for oh all my you gosh, simpsons, simpsons conspiracy theorists it. exactly the simpsons predicted this <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> wow if you're a simpsons 
Uh, if you keep up with that, the Simpsons have once again predicted something else, I guess. But I, I don't know how to end this other than what the heck, man. <laughs> this is, like you said, well, this was not on the bingo card for 2023 for Disneyland. Yeah, but, not at all. That's <laughs> uh, uh, all I'm going to say. So, anywho, I think it's about time that we start wrapping up the episode and. The way that we're doing that is we are paying homage to the 100 Years of Wonder of the Disney Company with a segment that we call Great Moments with Mr. Andrew, with the great Mr. Andrew covering what years? 2017 and 2018. Getting close to the end here. Stuff's going to start sounding familiar. I mean, if it hadn't already, but it's just a few years ago. So I guess we'll get started. Let's roll in with a... 2017 the film releases for 2017 we have uh march 17th beauty and the beast april 21st born in china may 5th guardians of the galaxy volume 2 may 26th pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales june 16th cars 3 july 7th spider-man homecoming november 3rd thor ragnarok november 22nd coco December 8, The Dreaming Man, which is the first Chinese film produced by Disney. And December 15th, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, shorts released this year are March 7th, Gone Fishing. June 16th, Lou. November 7th, Miss Fritter's Racing, Racing School. excuse me, And November 22nd, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Um, at the Oscar this year, um, OJ Made in America wins Best Documentary. Uh, Piper wins Best Short Film. Zootopia wins Best Animated Feature. And The Jungle Book wins Best Visual Effects. Um, for TV in 2017, the premieres, uh, shows premiering are Beyond, Mickey and the Roadster Racers, Tangled the Series, Andy Mack, Hotel, Trans Hotel Transylvania the Series, Star Wars Forces of Destiny, Descendants 2, Raven's Home, The Lion Guard, The Rise of Scar, DuckTales, Marvel's Spider-Man, The Good Doctor, Marvel's Inhumans, Vampirina, The Mayor, Kevin Probably Saves the World, Big Hero 6 the Series, Oh, I guess that's the end of the list. Big Hero 6, the series. <laughs> and shows ending this year, uh, Gamer's Guide to Pretty Much Everything, Ultimate Spider-Man, Girl Meets World, Kirby Buckets, Sheriff Callie's Wild West, The Real O'Neills, Live and Maddie, Switched at Birth, Puppy Dog Pals, Baby Daddy, Downward Dog, and Pen Zero Part-Time Hero. And new streaming shows uh, for 2017, we have Marvel's Iron Fist, Marvel's The Defenders, Marvel's The Punisher, and Marvel's Runaways. For video games in 2017, releases are January 24th, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Woo. Prologue. Gee, what's with these names? This is ridiculous. I got three of these. March 9th, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. Woo. April 6th, Kingdom Hearts Union X or something. Uh, April 18th, the Disney Afternoon Collection. June 13th, Cars 3 Driven to Win. September 19th, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. October 13th, Disneyland Adventures and Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. Uh, those are uh, re-releases. And November 17th, Star Wars Battlefront 2. 
Um, also for video games, Club Penguin shuts down on March 30th after 11 years. For theme parks in 2017, on January 3rd, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror closes in California Adventure. January 8th, Space Mountain Mission 2 closes at Disneyland Paris, and Paint the Night has its final performance at Disneyland. January 20th, the Main Street Electrical Parade returns to Disneyland and runs through August 20th. February 3rd, Remember Dreams Come True returns to Disneyland after a two-year hiatus. February 17th, Rivers of Light premieres in Asia at Disney's Animal Kingdom. February 24th, Village House Restaurant at Disneyland is temporarily rethemed as the Red Rose Tavern. March 12th, Miss Adventure Falls opens at Typhoon Lagoon. March 16th, Walt Disney Studios Park Paris celebrates its 15th anniversary. March 26th, Disneyland Paris begins its 25th anniversary celebration, which includes Disney Stars on Parade, Mickey Presents Happy Anniversary Disneyland Paris, The Starlit Princess Waltz, and Disney Illuminations. On March 29th, Cinemagique closes at Walt Disney Studios Park. April 12th, Disneyland Paris celebrates its 25th anniversary. Uh, May 11th, Wishes has its final performance at the Magic Kingdom. On May 12th, Happily Ever After premieres at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, May 27th, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout opens in California Adventure. And Pandora, the World of Avatar, opens at Disney's Animal Kingdom. On June 3rd, Disney Quest closes at Disney Springs. July 17th, Fantasmic returns to Frontierland at Disneyland and features new sequences with segments from The Lion King, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Tangled. June 29th, the Disneyland Railroad and Rivers of America reopen at Disneyland. Uh, August 13th, Ellen's Energy Adventure closes at Epcot to make way for the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion and the future home of the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, also, this day, the Great Movie Ride closes in uh, in Disney's Hollywood Studios to make way for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. On August 20th, Pixar Play Parade has its final performance at uh, California Adventure, and the Main Street Electrical Parade has its final performance at Disneyland. Uh, September 10th and 11th, Walt Disney World Resort temporarily closes for two days due to Hurricane Irma. October 1st, Epcot celebrates its 35th anniversary. And December 31st, Flights of Wonder has its final performance at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And La Nuba has its final performance at Disney Springs. Uh, other notable events of 2017. Uh, Euro Disney SCA, the operating company of Disneyland Paris, is acquired by the Walt Disney Company. The D23 Expo is held from July uh, 14th through the 16th at the Anaheim Convention Center. Disney formed the Disney Now website and app by rebranding and combining the Watch Disney Channel app, Watch Disney Junior, Watch Disney XD, and Radio Disney websites and app into one, uh, I can't read, one single unified digital content library website and app. Disney Movies Anywhere was replaced by Movies Anywhere, which includes digital film collections from uh, other major studios. Uh, the Olaf Balloon makes its debut at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And the Walt Disney Company announces they will be acquiring 20th, 21st Century Fox Incorporated at uh, $52.4 billion in stock, thus gaining the X-Men and Fantastic Four film rights for Marvel Studios, as well as acquiring properties such as The Simpsons, Avatar, and Searchlight Picture Library. The Disney Legends class of 2017, the inductees are Carrie Fisher, Clyde Geronimi, Whoopi Goldberg, Manuel Gonzalez, Mark Hamill, Wayne Jackson, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, Gary Marshall, Julie Taymor, and Oprah Winfrey. 
Notable deaths of 2017 are February 25th, Bill Paxton, April 6th, Don Rickles, May 14th, Powers Booth, June 9th, Adam West, July 26th, June Foray, July 27th, Marty Sklar, September 10th, Exitensio, and October 4th, Robert Guillaume. That brings us to 2018. Uh, films released in 2018, we have February 16th, Black Panther, March 9th, A Wrinkle in Time, April 27th, Avengers Infinity War, May 25th, Solo, A Star Wars Story, June 15th, Incredibles 2, July 6th, Ant-Man and the Wasp, August 3rd, Christopher Robin, November 2nd, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, November 21st, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and December 19th, Mary Poppins Returns. And the shorts released that year, we have June 15th, Bow, and November 6th, Auntie Edna. And at the Oscars that year, Coco brought home two awards, one for Best Animated Feature, and one for Best Original Song for Remember Me. For TV in 2018, the shows premiering are Grownish, Zombies, The Alec Baldwin Show, For the People, Station 19, Muppet Babies, Alex Inc., Siren, The Crossing, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, Legend of the Three Caballeros, Big City Greens, Take Two, Fancy Nancy, Freaky Friday, A Million Little Things, Single Parents, Under the Sea, A Descendant Story, uh, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, Space Chickens in Space, Star Wars Resistance, Dancing with the Stars Juniors, Coop and Cammy Ask the World, The Rookie, The Kids Are All Right, Life Size 2, Roseanne, and The Connors. Uh, shows ending in 2018, we have Roseanne, Pickle and Peanut, Casey Undercover, Star Wars Rebels, Kevin Probably Saves the World, Scandal, Once Upon a Time, The Fosters, Luke Cage, Stuck in the Middle, Mech X4, Iron Fist, Sophia the First, Miles from Tomorrowland, Goldie and Bear, and Daredevil. Um, also for TV, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. airs its 100th episode, and on June 28th, Disney Toon Studios was shut down, which resulted in the layoff of 75 animators and staff. As a result, the studio's third Planes film, Beyond the Sky, was canceled. Uh, for video games in 2018, the releases are June 15th, Lego The Incredibles, September 7th, Marvel's Spider-Man, and May 17th, Disney Heroes Battle Mode. For theme parks in 2018, we have January 8th, Half of Paradise Pier closes at Disney's California Adventure to make way for Pixar Pier and Paradise Gardens Park. January 27th, Sleeping Beauty Castle at Hong Kong Disneyland begins its redesign and reconstruction to become the Castle of Magical Dreams. March 5th, King Triton's Carousel of the Sea closes in Paradise Pier to make way for Jesse's Crater Carousel. March 19th, It's Tough to Be a Bug closes in A Bug's Land at California Adventure. April 12th, World of Color closes in Paradise Pier at California Adventure until February 22nd, 2019. On April 13th, Pixar Fest begins, which includes the premiere of the Pixar Play Parade at Disneyland and Together Forever, a Pixar Nighttime Spectacular, and the opening of Alien Pizza Planet in Tomorrowland. Uh, also this day, uh, Paint the Night makes its premiere at California Adventure. 
On April 15th, Tokyo Disneyland begins its 35th anniversary celebration. On April 22nd, Disney's Animal Kingdom celebrates its 20th anniversary. April 26th, Toy Story Land opens at Shanghai Disneyland. On May 1st, Adorable Snowman's Frosted Treats opens in Pixar Pier. May 28th, Cove Bar closes at California Adventure. On June 23rd, Pixar Pier opens at California Adventure. The other half of Paradise Pier is renamed Paradise Gardens Park. On June 30th, Toy Story Land opens at Disney's Hollywood Studios. On September 4th, A Bug's Land closes at California Adventure to make way for Avengers Campus. November 4th, the Jedi Training Trials of the Temple has its final performance in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. December 1st, Move It, Shake It, Dance and Play It, Street Party has its final performance at the Magic Kingdom. December 3rd, the Walt Disney Railroad closes temporarily to accommodate the construction of Tron Light Cycle Run. And December 21st, the Tropical Hideaway opens in Adventureland at Disneyland. For Disney Cruise Line in 2018, on July 30th, the Disney Cruise Line celebrates its 20th anniversary. Other notable events of 2018. From February 10th to February 12th, the D23 Expo is held at Tokyo Disney Resort. On March 22nd, Frozen, the musical, officially opens on Broadway. And on November 18th, Mickey and Minnie celebrate their 90th birthday. And notable deaths of 2018, we have February 4th, John Mahoney, February 24th, Bud Lucky, March 3rd, David Ogden Steers, April 15th, Arlie Ermey, April 21st, Vern Troyer, September 6th, Burt Reynolds, and November 12th, Stan Lee. So that has been the great moments, the great moments. That has been great moments with me, Mr. Andrew, for the years 2017 and 2018. Ooh, I'm tired. I think it's, uh, that was a long one. These are getting too list-like. I'm glad, you know, I've had, I've said this before. I've had fun with this, but I'm, I'm glad it's coming to a, to a close couple weeks left and we're 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 done with with the great moments we might have to rebrand it to something else because the name is fun (laughs) but well i've certainly enjoyed it i'm i'm thankful that you had an opportunity to do something (laughs) like this but i know how much work goes into a segment like this and all the research that goes into it so i certainly appreciate it yep me too uh and and just to answer your question from earlier I can get into a deeper dive in a future episode, but the reason that the Kingdom Hearts names have a 0.5 and all that stuff is because when they first started off and they were released in Japan, they were kind of like the original version. Then they were brought over to the U.S. and they ended up making like changes. They did like the 1.5 remix, which was a remaster of Kingdom Hearts, but it also had like an HD version of Rechain, I think, and like a cinematic, um, which was like a retelling uh, of the cinematic of 358 Days Over 2. And then um, it got even more confusing because they did the same thing with 2.5 but then 2.5 ended up having a 2.8 which was the final chapter prologue sort of thing that included it It gets complicated because there's all these like little side stories and side games and all this stuff so one of these days i'll get into sounds like an episode yeah it's literally an episode of the lore of kingdom hearts but uh in short it's because they were remasters they added some stuff they enhanced it, and they added some HD videos telling the story. 
Ah. So. All right. I think that's a great place to end this episode. So (laughs) on that note, uh, again, keep an eye out on Instagram for some details on our version of the Dream Snaps Challenge. That's going to be coming up soon. Uh, We have a couple more surprises coming up for the holiday season. So keep an eye out on Discord, Instagram, and keep listening to the podcast for more information on that. And that's it. Quizneyland? We got that coming there up. There is a new Quizneyland. Yep, this yeah, week this there week. is a new Quizneyland. Uh, there's going to be questions about a theme park you might not have known about, um, Home Alone, the franchise, uh, the MCU, and princesses. So that's what's coming up uh, this week on Quizneyland. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. That's a good one. I already recorded it, so it's ready to go. Awesome. All right, that's it. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.